What's good? You already know who it is, and if you don't know who it is, it's your man Leon Benson, aka Leon Genesis, aka your mom's favorite personal trainer, aka Let's Get It, aka Let's Work, aka Always Working, aka Theatrice Thompson in the building. What it do? We back at it again, man. Yo, this is episode 44, season 2 of the Passion Purpose Perspective podcast by yours truly, man. We out here, man. We a couple away from 50, man. We getting there. But, uh, yeah. Um, I just finished training. I did like a little four-mile run, you know what I'm saying? I tried not to run too fast this time. I'm trying to save uh some of my energy for tomorrow's run hopefully i can get a little extra rest tomorrow and get in a nice super duper long run but we'll see how that goes um but anyway let's get into it last episode was the intro to cardio um and then i gave you guys just some of my history And my experience with cardiovascular training and endurance and just how I've started and how I've built it over the years um, as of late. So today we're going to continue the discussion of cardiovascular endurance. And again, just some of my background in terms of my experience with cardio, various types of cardio. Um, So like I said last episode, like... You, you're not going to build stamina. You're not going to increase your VO2 max. You're not going to have better cardio and va- vascular endurance without doing cardio. You have to do more cardio. It's, it's as simple as that. Like this, that could literally be the whole episode. And like, we could just end it right there. Do more cardio if you want to get better at doing cardio. You have to practice. You have to put the time in. But, of course, I'm going to try to give y'all some some game and just pull from some some um, some credible resources. But, yeah, like, again, looking looking at, you know, my experience with cardio, the more cardio that I did over the years consistently, the better I got at it. It wasn't a thing of, oh, well, you know, some people just have it. Some people don't. I don't know. Like, I just don't buy that. I don't. I don't. In terms of, of in terms of cardiovascular endurance, unless you have underlying or pre-existing conditions in terms of like any type of like respiratory issues or, you know, I don't know, heart issues, asthma, whatever the case may be. Um, or you're just like, I don't know, extremely like just overweight or maybe, you know, for some people, they just physically are incapable of doing any type of cardio. That's not their own fault or whatever the case may be. Like you can increase your cardiovascular endurance one way or another. It might take you longer to do it based on your circumstances and your conditions. But if you're physically able to do some sort of cardio, walking, 
biking, running, uh, you know, even breaking it down to power walking, jogging, sprinting, row machine, the ski erg, um, what else? Even doing like body weight exercises like burpees or jumping squats um, and just the other various types of cardio, like you can improve upon that if you choose to, but it's up to you to get past that threshold that you currently have right now to where, like I said before, you got that burning sensation in your throat, your lungs is just all blown out. You just feel like you can't go another step, another mile, another minute or whatever. Like you have to go past that. You have to, you have to push past your limitations that you currently have or that you thought you had. It's the only way to improve upon it. And you also have to be consistent. You have to do cardio on a consistent basis every single week. Um, Like I said before, there are credible resources that say 150 minutes per week of cardio is legit. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah, like I said, man, I got I got better at doing cardio because I just did more cardio. I have stamina because I do a lot of cardio. I've done more cardio than the average person has done. Now I'm to the point where I'm doing it every single day. So, of course, when you're practicing something over and over and over again for hours and hours a day or minutes and minutes a day, whatever the case may be, um, you're you're either going to absolutely suck at it or some way you're going to slowly but surely increase that that uh, that skill over time. It could become a skill or it, it's just you will improve over time because you're putting in the work you're practicing. You're putting your body through the, 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 the mechanics of whatever the cardio is that you're doing. Eventually, you are bound to get more comfortable with the movements, whatever movements you choose to pick. You're going to find uh, more efficient and effective ways to control your breathing. Um you're going to find better warm-up routines, better cool-down routines. You're going to become better at pacing yourself when you're doing cardio because pace is definitely important. Some people struggle with how they pace themselves. Pacing yourself is, okay, you're going to run or you're going to bike or whatever whatever cardio equipment you're using, whatever cardio you're doing. You're going to move and perform at a certain rate, at a certain work rate. Maybe it's really fast. Maybe it's really slow. Maybe it's in the middle. But you're going to find a, a pace to where you can maintain that and not go faster or slower for the full duration of, of, that, uh, of that workout, whatever it may be. That's how you're really going to start to improve upon your cardio. And like I said before, doing sprint work. Those short bursts of, you know, maximum effort and, you know, in that little amount of time, it helps you to be able to control your fatigue and, and your exhaustion and just the lactic acid that builds up over time when you start to go back to 
the 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 longer durations of cardio, you know, whether it's a three mile run or a five mile run, or if you're doing ten sprints instead of five sprints, or if you're doing um some type of long distance biking, or if you're on the Olympic or whatever. But yeah, sprint work is definitely a major major key to improving upon your cardiovascular endurance. Um, and I know for me personally, when I've really started incorporating more sprint work, especially now, it just, it does wonders for my, for my cardio when I'm, especially when I'm doing like longer durations of cardio, um, you know, more than 30 minutes, more than an hour for some people, you know, 30 minutes is going to be a lot. I understand that some of you guys, you know, you're not at to the point where you're able to maybe run for a full 30 minutes straight without stopping or taking a, a breather or whatever. That's perfectly normal. The goal is to just do a little bit at a time, a couple times a week, every single week, just get in that 150 uh, minutes per week of cardio, just plain cardio. Um, but yeah, like you gotta, in the beginning, you have to go at your, at your pace, at your own pace. Because you have to figure out for yourself how you are going to get more comfortable with that uncomfortable feeling of just doing cardio, hard cardio, and just being in a state of exhaustion, but still having to push past that. But yeah, with that being said, I want to get a little bit into um, some of this reading. Reading from um, one of these NASM books. It's a personal fitness training book, so they break down the essentials of pretty much all things fitness, you know, in terms of weight training, in terms of cardio, in terms of just the anatomy, how the body works, um, you know, breaking down the skeletal system, the, uh, the uh, muscular skeletal system, breaking down your organs, how things work when you're lifting weights, how things work when you're doing cardio, um, and just a plethora of other things. They also talk about nutrition and, and, and some of the different aspects of that. But yeah, um, I just want to read a little bit from this, uh, this, uh, cardiorespiratory fitness training section. So, and this is the sixth. That's so funny that this is also the sixth edition of this book. So yeah, but anyway, it's on page 201. Uh, this is chapter eight. And it says, cardiorespiratory fitness reflects the ability of circulatory and respiratory systems to supply oxygen-rich blood to skeletal muscles during sustained physical activity. Cardiorespiratory fitness is one of the five components to health-related physical fitness. The others include muscular strength, muscular endurance, flexibility, and body composition. Cardiorespiratory fitness is vitally important to health and wellness, as well as to the ability to engage in normal activities of daily living. Without access... Oh, excuse me, let me go back. Cardiorespiratory fitness is vitally important to health and wellness, as well as to the ability to engage in normal activities of daily living without excessive fatigue. 
physical activity and exercise training programs should be designed with the intent of improving each of the key components of health-related physical fitness. However, from the standpoint of preventing chronic disease and improving health and quality of life, cardiorespiratory fitness training should always be a top priority, excuse me, when allocating time and resources during the design and implementation of any exercise training program because of the number of health-related benefits associated with it. Like, yeah, that is just more of a proper and somewhat scientific breakdown of why it is important to do cardio and what it is. Um, because, yeah, like I said about, um, you know, engaging in uh, normal activities of daily living without excessive fatigue. There are individuals, maybe some of you, maybe people that you know that just them, you know, doing just typical things around the house, you'll find, you'll see or hear that they're out of breath and they, you know, maybe were just, all right, they went upstairs to go use the bathroom or, you know, they got out of bed or they got up off the couch or, you know, they walked to the kitchen to get something to eat. And it's just like, yeah, they're out of breath because they're not used to putting their body under that, that type of stress when it comes to cardiorespiratory fitness training. You have to put in the work. You have to practice. You have to build that level of comfort with cardio and and pushing your lungs to the max, to the limit, and just being able to increase your overall endurance and obviously overall well, your overall well-being. But yeah, plain and simple, man. I could read through this whole entire section, like, but... That's, it's not going to do much for the average listener. You have to do more cardio if you want to get better at cardio. You have to practice. You have to practice. For some of you guys, you know, maybe you'll practice two days a week, three days a week, whatever. Other people, you can practice every day or whatever. I practice doing cardio every single day. That's why I'm good at it. Or that's why I'm maybe not good at it, but I'm getting better at it every day. Because I'm constantly practicing. I'm constantly putting in the work. I'm constantly reaching new levels of comfort with my cardiovascular endurance training. Because, yeah, like I said, when I first started out, I was only doing two-mile runs way, way back. Now, it's just like a five-mile run. It, it almost feels like a warm-up if I don't really push myself. Um, because I just constantly practice day after day after day after day. You know, the last uh, two going on three years, I've ran damn near every single day, at least two miles or more. Um, now the average is creeping up, you know, to like three and a half to four miles. Um, hopefully by next year, it'll be an average of five miles a day. But we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, man. Oh, another thing, too. Like for me, what made me just start becoming kind of obsessed with um, cardio, more specifically with running, was 
you know, when we did a we did a 200 mile challenge. So you 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 had to run 200 miles within an eight week period. The average was like three. It was like three miles. If you but you had to run every single day. You couldn't skip a day. If you skipped a day, that meant the next day you had to run, you know, double that amount of mileage. So if you missed it, the average was three miles a day, like three point whatever something miles a day. If you missed a day, that means the next day you had to run six miles or more just so that you would finish on time within an eight week period. And that challenge broke me, man, that challenge broke me, you know, not to the point that I, that I gave up. I didn't give up. I made it all the way through and I actually was ahead of the eight week schedule. Um, but just like it broke me down, man, like it really challenged my mental. And it's just like when you think about it, when you when you break it down daily, it's like, oh, you just run, you know, three, three and a half or, you you know, let's just call it three and a half miles a day. Probably a little bit less. Oh, that's that's cool. Like I've ran, you know. Six miles, I've ran eight miles, I've ran nine miles, I've ran 10, I've ran 13. I think 13 was the most I've ever run, you know. I can run three. I'm comfortable with running. I've I've been running, you know, I don't know, however many years, over 10 years or whatever. And it's just like, all right, cool. But man, I'm telling you, like, doing that in eight weeks Knowing every single day, no matter what you do, you have to run. It just, it starts fucking with your mind, man. It really does. Because, you know, you're you're doing other things. You're working on other ideas. And it's just like, oh, man, you're exhausted. The end of the day is here. But you know you got to get that running. Because if you miss it, you got double the mileage the next day. Or when you have a free day, you got to spend that free day running 10, 15 miles just to catch up with uh, the deadline. But, man... That is what kept me, you know, just going with running. After that challenge, I took a short break. But then it was just like, man, I got to keep doing this. Like, I don't feel comfortable now if I don't run at least a few miles every day. You know, now, like I said, I try to up it. I want to up it to five miles a day every single day. Um but for now, yeah, I try to at least get in a minimum of three miles every single day, seven days a week, regardless of if I lift weights or, or do bodyweight exercises or not. Um, and I mean, at all this is like at all times, unless I truly feel like I need a rest day. Um, and that's just me because, yeah, I should rest way more and I don't. And I'm terrible for that. But, yeah, I got my own issues with, with that. But, yeah, like I said, man, that 200 mile challenge that really helped me improve upon my ability to run at a high level and to just, it helped me build discipline and consistency. You know, you have to do something every single day. You are bound to get better at it or you're bound to become more efficient at getting it done. You're going to find a way to get it done efficiently And that's the thing with cardio, like you just, you have to do it consistently. You have to put the work in. It's, it's one of the the only ways to get good at it. Um, even if, 
For some of you, it might be running a mile. All right, you could start out, I'm gonna run a mile two days a week. You start feeling good, you start getting better at running that, that one mile. Um, maybe you're not as tired after the first couple of weeks, after the first, I don't know, three, four weeks, you're like, okay, cool. Then you bump it up to three times a week and you bump it up to four times a week as you continue to, to get better at it. Um, because it's not getting easier, you're getting better by putting that mile in. All right, you, first you started running a mile two times a week, then you ran it three times a week. Now you're up to four times a week. And it's just like, okay, now when you finish, you're not even really as tired as you were the first two weeks. So it's just like you start pushing for a faster time some weeks. And then other weeks, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go a mile and a half or I'm going to go two miles. It's just, but yeah, until you're constantly putting in that work day in and day out, you know, regardless of if you do it three times a week, two times a week or four times a week, you know, five times a week, whatever. Some of you guys will do more than five times a week. You, you, that's the only way. That's the only way to get better at it. You do your sprint work. You know, obviously you got to have a proper warm up. You got to have proper rest the, the day before, the night before. You know, um, you got to eat a nice balanced diet throughout the week. You know, don't you don't want to eat super uh super heavy before any runs especially if it's a long distance run it is going to affect how you are able to push how you are able to perform it's going to affect whether you can hold and maintain a solid pace that's acceptable to whatever your standards are but yeah man you got to show up every single day you have to you got to do your and you got to do your sprint work you know you got to get enough rest um you know, you got to get in the proper supplementation. But yeah, pr practice. You have to practice. You're not going to get better with cardio. You're not going to build more stamina. You're not going to build more endurance if you are not working on your stamina, working on your endurance, working on your cardiovascular training every day or every other day or whatever the case may be. And I know I keep saying every day. Like I said in so many episodes ago, I do this every day, but I know everybody doesn't do this every day and it's not easy to do every day. It's extremely hard. There's days where I don't want to run. Like I was extremely exhausted today. Um, and for me, my end of the week is Saturday. Some people, their end of the week is Friday or whatever the case may be. And it's not that I care about, oh, it's the weekend. Oh, it's Friday and Saturday. I'm a this and that. I'm a party. Nah, I don't like none of that. It's just the fact that like, yo, I'm done, son. Like I'll be putting in hours working on, you know, various things, but still finding time to train seven days out of the week, every single week, no matter what. Like, yeah, man, after a while, it gets taxing on your body. You get sore, you get aches, you get pains, you start to break down, man. But, you know, for me, it's it's my oasis. It's 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 what I do. It's how I it's how I get zen out. It's how I get in touch with the universe. It's how I get in touch with myself. Release some of the energy that's inside of me, you know. Um, without saying or doing something stupid that I would regret, I just run. 
Um, I absolutely love running, like truly. And it's just like, the more I do it, the more I love it. When I don't do it, I'm extremely uncomfortable. Um, but that's also some personality quirks uh, too. But yeah, man, honestly, like I said last episode, and like I've been saying this episode, like you have to practice doing more cardio. And it's not even, it's not even necessarily practice. It's just like, no, you just do whatever cardio you enjoy doing. Pick your favorite cardio machine. Pick your favorite um, cardio based training exercise or movement like if you like running run if you like to power walk power walk if you like doing burpees and mountain climbers and jumping jacks and then do that if you like the exercise bike do the bike if you like the treadmill do the treadmill if you like the elliptical do the elliptical if you like the assault bike do the assault bike if you like um the skier do the skier if you like the rowing machine do the rowing machine and there are other um, cardio, uh, based machines that you can use. If you like those, pick your favorite type of cardio and practice doing it all the time. You know, as you're, as you get less tired after each session, then you can start to mess with and manipulate the time that you finish. Maybe you can, you know, all right, I want to, uh, decrease the amount of time it takes me to go the same distance I went last week by a minute or two minutes or whatever. It just depends on what it is you're doing because it's hard to take a minute off of uh, some type of cardio-based endurance training. That's a huge thing. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just practice, man. It is. But like I said, it's kind of hard to practice because it's like the only way to get good at cardio is by doing cardio like you just you learn you learn on the job for lack of a better term for lack of a better word you like you learn on the job when it comes to cardio you you have to do cardio to get good at cardio the more you do the better you'll get um and of course like i said you have to have you know the proper amount of rest the proper nutrition you have to have the proper warm up you got to you know set a nice pace for yourself that's achievable don't have unrealistic expectations when it comes to cardio. You're not going to be a master at doing cardio, you know, in six weeks time, in eight weeks time, in 12 weeks time. That's just not possible at all. Like I'm still, I've been doing cardio for a long ass time, pretty much my whole life. But as far as like really practicing it and putting in the time, like, yeah, it's been over 10 years and, and I'm just now improving, still getting better at it. Because now I'm doing it more than I've ever done it before. Um, but I would say, I would also say too, personally, like the only downside that I can see as of late of doing so much cardio is just, I like weight training too, but it's, it's really, really difficult to be top notch at lifting weights and top notch at running or Maybe if you're biking or, or um, like I said, maybe if you're doing the elliptical or something like that, it's very hard to be super high level endurance, a super high level endurance athlete. And it's very hard to, at the same time, be a super high level um, 
resistance training uh, athlete. Like, oh, I want to, you know, lift heavier weights, get stronger, have more muscular endurance. Yeah, you can do that, but your cardiovascular endurance is going to suffer. Or oh, I want to be an elite runner or an elite biker um, or just boost my VO2 max in general, whatever, you know, have more stamina. All right, well, your resistance training is going to suffer because of that. So you kind of got to pick and choose or find some nice balance. I had balance a few years ago, but yeah, weight training for me just kind of started getting boring. And I, I, I never wanted to be known as just a weight lifter. And I wanted to make sure that like, look, if my car breaks down on the side of the road one day and for whatever goofy ass reason, I don't have a, a, a gas uh, container in my trunk and I got to go run to go get some gas and it's 10 miles away or it's 20 miles away or it's 50 miles away, I want to be able to run damn near a majority of that distance, whatever it is, if it's more than, you know, 20 miles or if it's more than 13 miles or something like that, I want to be able to run a majority of that distance, regardless of if it's hot or if it's cold outside, um, you know, regardless of if I, you know, had a proper warm up or not, because I'm comfortable under those circumstances. It's not just, oh, I'm just, you know, running so I could look sexy or this and that. No, like I'm also thinking about survival tactics, you know, a lot of people, they can run only for a short period of time. You know, you might be faster than me, but I will outlast you. If we have a running, a, a long distance running contest, you know, me and the average person, I'm going to win that 10 times out of 10 because I know how to run for a long distance of time without getting tired. I know how to pace myself, you know. Um, But yeah, it ain't even about being better than the next person. It's about being the best version of yourself. Well, you know, for me, I always also look at, okay, how does my training apply to real life? And like I said, I just gave you that example. If my car breaks down and I got to go run to get help or I got to go run to get gas and it's the next exit to the to the next gas station and then for another 15 miles, I'm cool with running that distance. I can do it. I know how to pace myself for that distance. Um, You know? But yeah, man, you just you never know when you're when you're going to have to call on your physical abilities to get through a, a certain situation or get out of a certain situation or to protect yourself from a certain situation. So that's also another reason why fitness and nutrition is important, because it can it can literally save your life in other ways, you know, than, you know, just having healthier organs and, you know, um, stronger bones and a longer life expectancy or whatever. Like it could literally be like a, a situation where physically you have to, you know, defend yourself or physically you have to travel a certain distance or, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe there's a big ass rock that fell on you and you got to bench press that shit off, you know, and you got a crazy ass bench press or something like, I don't know, man, that's just how I think. But anyway, I know that was kind of me rambling on and whatnot, but yeah, you 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 have to you have to practice cardio. You have to do more cardio to get better at cardio. You know, I'm gonna keep. I just I keep saying it because it's the only way. It's the only way. It is. Like if you suck at riding your bike 
and you got friends that ride their bike and they're, you know, a little more advanced than you and you're trying to get get on their level or you're trying to be able to keep up with them, ride your fucking bike. Ride that shit up hills, ride it down hills, you know, ride it fast, ride it slow, like put the work in, but push yourself on it too. Like ride it for time. How, how many, how many miles can you go, you know, uh, in 30 minutes in 10 minutes? How, how far can you travel? You know, if you're going all out, you know, as hard as you can go. So, but yeah, you have to put the time in, you have to, you know, and cardio takes time. Are you going to do five minutes of cardio? Are you going to do 10 minutes of cardio? 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes? Are you going to do an hour, an hour and a half? Like, you know? But also, can you improve upon the pace that you're keeping? Because, yeah, many people, you know, they can, they can, you know, do like a light run or they can, like I said, they can sprint a short distance or they can bike you know, a few miles or 10 miles or whatever, but at what pace can you keep a high pace, a fast pace at, without slowing up? Because then that's when you start to get into that elite, elite level, you know, of just of cardiovascular endurance, but that takes time and it takes a lot of practice. So yeah, man, do your cardio, put that work in, um, you know, for me, a rule of thumb, like I said, is a minimum of three miles a day or more. Um, and also some of the other work that I do allows me to get in extra cardio because I do, you know, a lot of stuff, just walking around, jumping, lifting stuff, all types of whatever. So, yeah, I'm doing 10 miles a day if you're counting, you know, the, the, the amount of walking and transporting things, Um on top of the running that I actually do. But yeah, man. Um that's it, man. Do more cardio and stop playing games with your life. Um and stop crying about how you don't got stamina or you don't your your endurance is not good. Oh, I can't I can't bike that long. I can't run that long. Or I can't go that far like or I can't, you know, oh my god, like the elliptical is so hard or this machine Oh, I get so tired. Run past that shit. Run past it. Push the pace, man. And do your sprint work. And stop crying about it. Do something about it, man. Put the work in. You do more cardio, you're bound to get better at cardio. Unless you're just bullshitting yourself every time. But other than that, man. Um, yeah, man. We about to end it here, man. So, as usual, if you're interested in online coaching... Hit me up on any of my social media at Leon Benson two on Instagram at Leon Benson on Facebook. Um, I'm not even going front. If you hit me up on Facebook, I'm probably not going to add you um, because, yeah, I'm just kind of tapped out on Facebook. I'm kind of tapped out on social media, period. But anyway, yeah, you can try your luck on Facebook if you want. Like I said, at Leon Benson two on Instagram. Um, you can type in Leon Genesis on anchor.fm podcast, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify podcast, or any other place that you're listening to this comment on this episode or any other episodes. And let me know that you want to work with me, man. All right. Got eight week and 12 week, um, uh, custom online coaching, fitness and nutritional programming. I want to get some more transformations under my belt, man. 
like some major transformation. So yeah, hit me up. Summertime is on the way. Spring is right around the corner. Let's let's do something, man. Let's get to working. Other than that, have not been working on any music at all whatsoever because I'm a bum and I'm a slacker. Um, of course, book of the month is still stock investing for dummies. Um, it's the sixth edition by Paul M. Lajanovic. I, I'm, I've, I've been saying his name wrong this entire time. I have to start practicing how to say his last name. Um, I just heard it officially today before I hit record. And I was like, damn, that is not how I say it. So yeah, but anyway, stock investing for dummies, man, the sixth edition, that is still the book of the month. Let me see. I'm trying to find a passage out of here real quick. Damn, I don't got no. All right. Um. Damn, I don't even know if I if I uh. Damn, I don't even know if I read this part yet. But anyway, on page nine, um, it says knowing how to pick winners. Picking winners means picking a successful business to invest in, in terms of buying stock or whatever. And this is for beginners. I'm a beginner. So I'm just sharing with you what I've learned in this book thus far. So I figured I would read some of it verbatim. But anyway, it says knowing how to pick winners. When you get past the basics, you can get to the meat of stock picking. Successful stock picking isn't mysterious, but it does take some time, effort and analysis. And the effort is worthwhile because stocks are a convenient and important part of most investors portfolios. It says read the following sections and be sure to leapfrog to the relevant chapters to get the inside scoop on hot stocks. I don't like that hot stocks. It's not about hot stocks, man. It's about investing in successful businesses that are going to be here for the long term. But anyway, um, yeah, that's all. Oh, no. Matter of fact, let me read this next section real quick because it's so key. I feel like it's one of the most important passages in the entire book. And before this freaking light goes out. Um, it says, recognizing stock value. Imagine that you like eggs and you're buying them at the grocery store. In this example, the eggs are like companies and the prices represent the prices that you would pay for the company's stock. The grocery store is the stock market. What if two brands of eggs are similar, but one costs $2.99 a carton and the other costs $3.99 a carton? Which would you choose? Odds are that you'd look at both brands, judge their quality, and if they're indeed similar, take the cheaper eggs. The eggs at $3.99 are overpriced. The same is true of stocks. And then it goes on to say, what if you compare two companies that are similar in every respect but have different share prices? All things being equal, the cheaper price represents a better buy for the investor. Man. That is such a beautiful example. Um, and then it goes on. It goes on and on, man. It goes deeper into the, the, the egg example. But yeah, man, I really loved that he broke down that example with the eggs, man, and the different prices, the $2.99 versus the $3.99. Um, but the brands are pretty much the same. The, the technicals, the ingredients, whatever, whatever. You know, you're going to go with the 299 version as opposed to the 399 version because there's more value that you're getting um, with the 299 version because, yeah, you're getting that discount. It's the same product, but it's cheaper. So, yeah, man. But, yeah, 
all, all that basically means is do your research and look at these companies' numbers and fundamentals and their management, what they represent, how long have they been in the game, you know, what's their market share, you know, um, what territories are they selling product in, like the history of them, you know, what's the possibilities in terms of their future earnings. Like, you got to look at everything. You got to look at everything. And it takes time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just buying it because somebody told you to buy it. Nah, man, that's not going to be good enough. It's not. Especially if you're losing money. Because then you're wondering why you're losing money. And you're not looking at the company and what's going on. And you're not looking at the economy and what's happening. You're not looking at interest rates. You're not looking at anything. You just, oh, I'm losing money on this. This was a bad investment without doing any research. Nah, do your fucking research, man. Do your research. Do your research, period. But yeah, I'm only sh I'm only sharing what I'm learning and studying and reading because like I say every episode, I'm trying to be wealthy and I want to do what the wealthy people do and wealthy people what do they do? They invest in stocks, bonds, treasury bills. Um, they invest in real estate. They invest in businesses, their own businesses that they start and run. Um, and they also invest in successful companies and businesses that are already running themselves, like through other, through other, uh, you know, creatives and entrepreneurs. And they tie their money into those businesses because yeah, they want they want to they want to make money while they're sleeping and investing in companies via the stock market is a, a way to do that. So, yeah, man, that's what we on, man. Other than that, that's a wrap, man. I'm about to get up out of here, man. I'm kind of hungry out in these streets. You feel me? I got to see what the fam cooked up. But um, yeah, man. Hopefully you got some type of vital and important information out of this episode that you can actually use and apply to your real life, because that's the main reason why I'm doing this. Um, another reason why I'm doing this is because I'm just bored and I get tired of making videos and acting like a goofy ass person on camera. That shit is whack to me. Um, but I also like to talk sometimes. So I figured, well, I can still kind of, you know, be out there without being out there if you catch my drift. But anyway, man, yeah, if you found this episode useful or informative, make sure you apply the information to your life. Make sure you do your own research on everything, man. Do your own research. I ain't going to do all the research for you, man. You feel me? I'm just sharing my enthusiasm and I'm sharing some of the things that I've actually done, especially on the on the side of fitness and nutrition. But other than that, man, um, yeah. If y'all like these episodes, man, make sure you download them, subscribe, rate them, comment on any of them. Um, and yeah, man, we just going to keep rocking. We going to keep rolling. We going to keep dropping episodes on y'all. But anyway, man, before this joint turns into an hour session and before I hit the max limit on it, because that's all I can record is up to an hour. Um, I'm about to get up out of here, man. So, yeah. Back to work tomorrow, man. We just going to keep grinding, man. Um, trying to secure the legacy, man. But yeah, other than that, man, you already know who it is. I'm not going to say it again. I'm out.